Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Welcome to the Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. I gave Ken a look there because we I never know... Who's going to do the intro? Yes, we do. We pre-told you. You were doing it. We didn't discuss it. Yes, we did. Well, I don't remember. And so it's, <laughs> I know it's because he never said it. Because <laughs> Ken's thing is he doesn't say something and I'm supposed to remember it. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing as you talking to me while you got your head in the dryer. I don't do that <laughs> so often. I more do it from another room. Yeah, another area code. Well, that's another room. Yeah. I think it's the same area code. Yeah, well, maybe. Anyway, if you're joining us on the Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker team, this is a show around home ownership, really. Yes. Not just about selling or buying or investing in real estate, although we know how to do that. And some people have to live together in their home ownership. Like you and I. Yes. And it can be incredibly challenging or fascinating as the, my word choice of the day. Yeah, it's, it's always, you know, it's like uh, bits and bites. Bits and bites. You never know what you're going to get. That's right. Like the box of chocolates on Forrest Gump. Yeah. His mama said, yes. life's like a box of chocolates. Yes, that's right. You got to use the right accent, though. Okay, you do it. No, no. Yes. Okay. No, it's all right. This is a radio, a real estate radio show. No, it's a home ownership show. That's true. Okay. We're talking about condos. Right. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. Mm. Most of it's good. Some's bad. Some's ugly. And it's so much better. Now, they're attempting to do away with the ugly. They are, which is great. Yes. And it's getting better. Right? Yeah. And they is the man. The man. The man. Yeah, the man. The management? No. Well, kind of the management. Yeah. The government. You know, okay. the man. The man. Okay. Yeah, Tell gov- us about the ugly The Ontario can. government has put in some legislation right. to license property managers for condominiums. <sighs> Would be such a gift. Yeah. Because the ugly is the odd time yeah. something doesn't get properly managed. Yes. They think they have someone that knows what they're doing and yes. they don't. Right. They don't understand the laws. They don't understand mm-hmm. the status uh, certificate, what what the uh, implications of that being wrong are to a buyer, right. uh, all kinds of things. So we're going to talk about a lot of that in our show for anyone who's thinking about buying a condominium. Or for anybody that's living in a condominium. Because, yeah, you might want to know that too, I guess. Right, yeah. because I've come across so many people that purchased maybe their first, maybe even their second home without really understanding what they were buying mm-hmm. or what they were doing, which sounds right. not like is that possible. And yet it is possible because there's so many things going on in one's mind when they're thinking of buying a new property. It's hard to know everything when it's not what you do every day. Right. And so the ugly of condominiums, really probably the biggest one is when a condo corp is mismanaged. Mm-hmm. And the government's helping us there. Yes, sir. So are. that's fantastic. And having licensing just really ups the professionalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So uh, most of the bad people know the bad about condominiums, and that is condo fees tend to go up just like rent. Yeah. It goes up year after year. 
yeah. sometimes these special assessments. That's the bad. And that's yeah. another thing they're working to eliminate because they're doing reserve fund right. studies. An engineer will come in and see what expected costs there may be on a property, capital right. costs over the next 20 years. And then they look mm -hmm. and see how the budget of the money that's coming in into the reserve fund and how it's being spent now. Right whether there's going to be enough. Right. And so they'll cause the condo to have to increase the fees slightly right. so that people don't get hit with a large special assessment, special assessment Cause later. Getting, right, because getting a little bit more or even a bit more from a lot of people over an extended period of time is much less painful than being hit with a $5,000, $10,000, special assessment. Mm -hmm. And we've certainly seen that. And even brand new condos, they set the condo yeah. fee very low, and yes. now they're requiring them to do a study after one year to make sure that their budget is working out properly. Yes, because that, that has been a big problem. Because mm -hmm. the condo fees on a lot of the newer buildings seem low in comparison, not just buildings as in a building tower, but the condominium units seem low compared to some of the ones that have been around for a while. Mm -hmm. And that's simply because they're probably under what they ought to be. Yes, and everything's brand new, so right. there's not expected to but be But at some time, stuff. there will be lots of maintenance. Yes. And we want to make sure the money's sitting there so there's no special assessment. So Exactly. Right. So if you're careful when you're purchasing a property, you can avoid the ugly of it, something being mismanaged, if you understand a bit right about management companies, ask, the yeah. right questions to ask, you can pretty much eliminate the bad mm -hmm. by having a lawyer and a realtor that understand how to read the status certificate mm -hmm. and understand what the reports say and actually take the time to read through those reports because then you can reduce, almost mitigate the reality of a special assessment or mm -hmm. if it's coming, amend the price of the property that you're buying to make up for it. Yeah, many times when there is a special assessment, the seller will end up including that right. or paying it off on closing. Right. And it's kind of fair because the wear and tear to that unit happened while they lived in it or right. to the whole condo co complex right. happened to it while they lived in it. And that's kind of the issue with special assessments is sometimes people will live in a condo for 10, 15 years, pay low condo fees, they sell it, the new owner comes in, and then he was getting hit with a big special assessment that he didn't really cause right. or get the benefit from. He didn't of get the benefit from. He or she. Yeah. yeah. And so the special assessment piece, even if it's not currently on the books, by reading into the document, you can tell by what the reserve funds are and what the next expected work is. Mm-hmm as to whether it's probable there's going to be one, even if there's not the talk of one now. So that's the other piece around yeah, and, reducing and since risk. Since they've required uh, regular engineer <clears throat> reports to update the status certificate, that makes it a lot less likely that we're going to have special assessments because they're going to increase that reserve fund portion that goes into the reserve fund. Now, the other thing to watch is the actual budget because when you get the... The um, the minutes of the meeting, you'll get the, the budgets, and the budgets will show last year, the year before maybe, and, and this coming year. Right. Uh, they'll also show <clears throat> the reserve fund study and that sort of thing. But you want to look at the budget and make sure that they're running relatively a, budget, a balanced budget. Right. Okay? 
You don't want your condominium corp to run like the government and be in a negative This is budget. not a political show. No, but you still don't. Because guess what? You have to end up paying for it if you're running in a negative budget. And then uh, the other thing you want to watch is that that budget's not increasing significantly. It's only increasing, you know, the cost of the water is going up or the cost of hydro is going up. If it's up. a condo corp where those things are included. Yes. Because in some buildings they are, and in some units they are, and then in a lot of the terrace homes, those things aren't included. Right. It just depends on the type of unit. So understanding, so I think the other bad is not understanding what is and is not included in the condominium fee. Mm-hmm. It's just because... That's hugely important. Oh. Because some condos cover, you know, the entire exterior of the building, uh, windows, mm-hmm. fences... Mm-hmm. Um, siding, roof sheeting, yep. shingles, uh, porches, yeah. decks, all that stuff, right? It's all covered. And then other ones, nope. It's only like the laneway and uh, grass cutting and stuff is well, included. Right. That would be more of a maintenance on a private or something. But even, even with a so. str- true straight condo, it's not guaranteed as to what is included. Sometimes it's half the cost of window replacement. Right? Like there's all kinds of nuances in every condominium. So you want to understand it. So the bad is not understanding what is and is not covered and what your obligations are and are not. Mm-hmm. Now, the good, there's a lot of good. Yeah, there's a lot of good. Why it, did we start with the ugly and the bad? Because the last thing that people remember is what's good and the last thing you say, right? So we wanted to have the good last so they'll remember the good things about condominiums. They remember the first thing you say too, (laughs) which was ugly. No, the first thing you said is welcome to the inside track on real estate. All right. So you did get an introduction out of it. I did. I get to say it. (laughs) That's awesome. So he does know how. So that's good. Now you all know that. Anyway, so the good. The good is, my favorite good about condominiums, and I know you're going to get into the stats because that's your favorite good. My favorite good about condominiums is that you can lock the door, generally speaking, Mm -hmm. and go away, and nobody has to worry about it because the management of the building often worries about it. Yeah, and let's let's actually hit on a few different styles of condominiums. Yes, that's true. Because there are condominiums that are like an apartment. Yes. That's kind of the ones I'm talking about right now. Yeah. And they're really great for uh, people either wanting to start out that have a a real um, free lifestyle. They don't want to be housebound. They don't want to be cutting grass. They don't want to, but they don't want to live in a rental apartment because that they're flushing their money down the toilet, basically. Well, they're giving them giving it to someone else. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're not really flushing it. They're just benefiting somebody else. Okay. It's better than that. All right. They're helping someone. That they're is a way to look someone. at rentals. Probably the teacher's REIT on the, on the big apartment buildings. Okay. Teacher's pension plan. Okay. Anyhow, yeah. they're helping someone. So if you are in that style of condominium, then it's very easy to not think about much because it's very much cared for. Yeah, and you've got a f- quite a high security level as yes, well. Like you, in a lot you of certainly buildings. don't hear about, you know, a condo being broken into on the fifteenth floor. Or very, something. very, <laughs> very rare, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. they're hard to get into. Yeah, and then there's people around, and right. So, and you 
to try and break down that door or scale the 15 floors on the outside. I'm not into that. No, exactly. Yeah. So that's one style of condominium. Yeah. And another? And ones that are townhouses or stacked units. Um, there's quite a number of those. And then there's ones with common elements, but the actual house is freehold. Right. And so even the middle type that you just talked about, you talked about a townhouse and then you talked about stacked. I would kind of separate those out because there's two or three or even four styles within that conversation Mm -hmm. as well. They're the ones that are side by side and just attached. Sometimes they even have a garage, so they could be attached only by garage. Others are attached by inside walls of the house and there is no garage, just depends Mm -hmm. on the unit and it's outdoor parking. Sometimes there's even underground parking if it's attached to a complex where there is a tower as well. So you never know. And then you also have the ones that are stacked, meaning they're two-story units, maybe a main level and a lower level, mm-hmm. or a up the staircase to a main level and then even further up the stairs to your bedroom level. And then there's those that are bungalow-style stacked homes as well that you just come in and it's one level rather than a two-story unit inside. So bungalow stacked. Bungalow stacked? Yeah. They're bungalow style stacked <laughs> did, you just, did you just make that up? <laughs> <laughs> it works. You just need to understand it, right? You need to understand you. Bungalow stacked. <laughs> well, it's like a bungalow once That's you're inside. <laughs> Yeah, but they're low rise and you're not getting in an elevator like with a <laughs> an apartment building. Okay. And then there's townhomes where they're built back to back. Yes. Right? Yes. And they're still two story or three story. Yeah, usually three story. Yeah, well, some are two. I've seen both. Some of those are freehold. Some are freehold and some are condominiums. Mm-hmm. So there is a variety of all kinds of styles when we say condominium, because I think you, people often think of a condominium as an apartment condominium. Right. And that there are so many other styles. And in fact, there are some single family homes and semis in our city that are also condominium. Yeah. Very few, and they do exist. Mm-hmm. Some out in the Stittsville area. Yeah. And there's some here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's some right in town. So what else is good? My favorite good is lock the door and go. That's a good, that's a good go. Yeah, the other thing is for people who uh, need an interim, you know, uh, they no longer can maintain their property. Right. They, they, they want something that they can live in, but they're not ready to go into a retirement home or assisted living. They want to be self-sufficient. And yet well, they are self-sufficient. Yeah, and they, well, other than going to a retirement home kind of thing. Right. And so they have their own kitchen. They have everything. Yeah. They have a community. Some of the buildings have a very, very large community of seniors. Yeah. And they look out for each other and they have their games nights and they have, Yeah. Know. I just went to visit one of my clients whose home we sold in a matter of days and over asking and they were thrilled and I went to go visit them and they're now in an apartment style condo. And they were saying, yes, we missed the euchre night by 10 minutes because we weren't finished eating. And it's just kind of neat. I'm going, what? Yeah, we know when it happens, where it happens, and they've only been in there for days. And so really quickly, you can get involved in what's going on in the building. And there's just a lot of activity right there. So it makes it easier yeah. to have community and not have to go out So as eat much. faster if you don't want to miss the euchre night. I know. That was yeah. kind of what I wanted to say. But okay. it was all good. It was a good... Good time. So what else is great about uh, condominium units? Well, I think that 
really the fact that you can pack up and go. There are some people. That's what I said. I know. But I'm just reiterating that there are some people that want to go to Florida for three months of the year or whatever, and they don't want to have to worry about snow removal and and cutting grass and whatever. The not too much cutting grass this time of year. No. No, even you can't find that to do this time of year. But you can no. do the snow. A couple of years ago, in December. Okay. Anyhow, so just the ease of lifestyle and ease of not having to do your own maintenance, I yes. guess, is the other big one. Yes. So ease of lifestyle and mm-hmm. freedom and not attach so much attachment to the house. Yep. Or to the home. And then there's this part which I. You know, they're called the yin and the yang, the, the good and the bad is combined in the same thing. Uh, if you have a manager managing this stuff, it generally costs more right. because you've got to pay a manager. Right. And yet it can cost less because there's volume pricing. Because if they're going to change the shingles on, you know, 100 units, they'll probably get a better price than the person that's changing the shingles on their one townhouse. Yeah. So overall, I think the maintenance costs are no more in a condominium if you include all your condo fees related to what it would be costing Mm -hmm. you to continue to maintain similar square footage of space. And then some people go, wow, the condominium fees are $600 or $800. This is crazy. But you got to, again, watch what's included in the condominium fee because some of them include your your heat, your hydro, your cooling in the summer. Yeah. They include your water bill, your sewer bill. All of that's included in there. So you don't have any other bills. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. We have a couple of units right now, a couple of homes for sale right now, actually, that are exactly that. The condominium fee includes everything. So if you're thinking that sounds interesting to you, you'll want to call us. We've got some in the West End, some in the South End, some in the East End. There's lots of opportunity. And they start in that... Usually 150, we've got one at 155, one at 159, some at 220, depending on how big they are, depending on how new they are, depending on where they're exactly located. Sometimes it'll even be a little less expensive than that, Mm -hmm. and sometimes more. So there's a really good affordability in having an easy turnkey home to live, whether starting out or whether sort of winding down yeah, and just not wanting to take on all of that work around house. And so if you want a newer condominium, it's probably going to be small for the price. Yes. And if you're okay with an older condominium, and condominium, and some of them are actually fully renovated, they're beautiful They're inside, gorgeous, yeah. Uh, but they'll be significantly larger right. than the... New new condominiums, right? I mean, unless you, you're getting into like a million dollar condominium. That's what I was going to say. We also have available some in the million dollar price range, and they're newer building, and they're still a good size. Yeah, because you're paying a gazillion dollars. Well, no, million dollars, not a gazillion. <laughs> no, that's right. It's a million, a million, not a gazillion. That's right. true. And so there is condominium. It's not. Ju- I think when condominiums at one point it was kind of the starter thing to do. Yes. There was that attitude that, hey, if you can only afford X, then, hey, your viable option is a condominium. Now it's more a lifestyle choice. What works for you in your life? It's got nothing to do with a low price point necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So what else is good? Because I think what's good there is there's something for everybody that is looking for a more 
freedom-oriented lifestyle. Yes. Yes, and there's a new condominium act. It's called Protecting yes. Condominium Owners Act yes. of 2015. So that's really quite new. 2015 yeah. wasn't very long time ago. Well, and I think it probably passed in 2016. So 2015 is when they started writing it. And what it does is it causes managers must be licensed. Right, that's what you were saying. And there's two okay. levels of licensing. So there's like a starter license which you basically don't need any education yet and you have to operate under someone who has a general license so you can't be the main person you can't write checks off of the reserve fund account and that kind of thing and you uh you have to have a police check and a few other goodies and then once you get your limited uh license then you've got four courses you have to take kind of like real estate yeah. real estate it's five to get your first uh, license now but it's four courses and you must have two years of experience working in a condominium management company and then you can get your general license so that pass those four courses right so that's great mhm that there is more um governance around it because it really really as i think i said earlier will increase the professionalism and the risk It's the risk that's being well, taken away. Decreasing the risk, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Decrease. Make mm -hmm. it better, not worse. Yeah. Sometimes right. I can't speak. He'll fix me when I can't though, right? You've noticed <laughs> that? Which is so thank you for that, Ken. Yeah, no problem. All right. So And, and the four courses they cover things like uh, condominium law, they cover uh, management maintenance, they cover the reserve fund and how to how to you know, budget, budgeting, they cover how to run a Uh, a meeting of the members of the condominium board. So usually when you own a condominium, you yes. can be a member of the board. Yeah, you could. You or, could be a member of the board. Yes. Or you can uh, just go to the meetings. Right. And not be a member. Yeah. And, And I think it's I think it's hugely important although people like condominiums because they can disconnect. Yeah. I think if they're involved, go to the meetings or only like once a year or whatever the general meeting then they'll be informed about what's happening, what the decisions are being made, and they can voice their opinion, and they won't feel so out of control when something's happening. That certainly. So I go back to the bad can be turned to a good if you choose to get involved, and that's just being out of the loop sometimes in a condominium. Mm -hmm. People have felt that way. I know a lot of our clients have talked about that. And the thing to do is just get involved. Yeah. Just be part of the process. So that is really a bad turn good. Yes. Hey? Yes, and then is. the other great thing, good thing around being in a condominium, especially a building or even a low rise that's attached to a building, is there's party rooms, there's guest suites, there's all kinds of ways of having hosting celebrations, parties, visitors, mm -hmm. and you don't have to maintain that or care for that all the time. Right. And like, sometimes there's gymnasiums. Mm -hmm. Most of the time there's a gymnasium. Yeah. Sometimes there's a pool. Yeah. Sauna, hot tub, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some of the buildings are not putting pools in anymore. Right. Because they don't get a lot of use and they're very expensive to maintain. Right. So by uh, eliminating that, they can keep the condo fees down a little bit. Yeah. And that that's maybe a, a trend in the newer buildings now. Mm -hmm. Fewer and fewer. And some of the new buildings have a theater room. Yeah. They might have 12 seats or something. And uh, you can you know just book it or sometimes people just go down with their dvd and there's a few people from different apartments 
coming down to watch a movie together. So that works well too. Yeah. So lots of really neat.、Uh, I think what's happening with the condominium buildings in particular is they're shifting what they're offering to what、yes. people are looking for. Yep. So you can choose. Sometimes people are actually choose. The good news is you can choose the building or the complex based on what you want. Yes. In your lifestyle,、like、if you want a rooftop terrace, you, right? You know, the person that likes to go out there and、uh, sunbathe or whatever, or you know, sit get, in the sun, get the vitamin the D. Yeah, vitamin D. Get you know, again, not this time of year. Well, you can still get some. <laughs> you can get some, but it'd be pretty cold on the top of a building. Yeah, I've done that when I've shown buildings in the winter time. Really? Wandered around out there and、you're, sat there for a few minutes. You're braver than me.、Uh, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, so lots of really great things. So I'm even going to move it from good, because you said the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm going to、yeah. move it to the great. Okay, that's good. Because why would Actually, we have that's two? That's great. It is great, isn't it? Because why would we just talk about two things that are bad, like good, bad and ugly, and only use one good? Yeah, we should have a great. Yeah.、Right. So what would you say is the greatest thing? Can. The greatest thing. The greatest thing about the condominium market. It's a lifestyle, and right now, if you want to get into this lifestyle, now's the affordable time. That's the great thing. That's the thing. great thing. Is if Fantastic, you've ever、actually. been thinking about it, now's the time to do that. And I know and you selection know. Selection is huge. Right. Selection、Prices、is huge. Prices are, are affordable. Right. And yeah. And we're just at that cusp. Where the prices are starting to go up, right? They're starting to level off because they've been coming down for the last several years. Yeah. And we're at the point where inventory is decreasing.、Mm-hmm. So your selection is still good. It's not what it was a year ago. And your price is still kept, you know, kind of probably、exactly. close to the bottom is what、yeah. we're seeming to see right and now. And if you look at what they're doing in Toronto. Oh、like、my goodness! That、goodness. market is on fire. Yeah. And condominiums are now part of that is Toronto is a growing city. Right. And whenever you're growing, there's a shortage of of condos, shortage of houses. So they're selling out condos as soon as they announce a new building. There's lined up people wanting to buy、mm-hmm. it because they know it's going to be worth a lot more when、right. they move in than when they bought it. Right. Now the other thing that is interesting if someone wants to buy a new condo. Right, because we can help with that、yeah. too, right? Yes. Yeah. If it's registered, everything's fine. You just buy, you get your title. If it's a brand new build and the condominium's not registered yet, you actually rent the unit from the the landlord or from the the developer until such time that the condominium is registered, and then you get a mortgage and put your title on it. Right. right. So it's right. just a little bit kind of interim occupancy. Right. Kind of so、thing. the great thing is, for the first six months of twenty twenty sixteen, we're already in twenty seventeen. Boy, oh boy, does time fly! <clears throat> the prices actually went down,、mm-hmm. and then for the last six months of twenty sixteen, the prices were starting to go up over the same month the previous year. Yeah, and slightly, so yeah. Th- mm-hmm. slightly, we're not talking ten percent or、no. anything. We're talking really little, and yet there's stabilization there. So、mm-hmm. that's a fan. So that's a great thing. Time、mm-hmm. to do it now. The other great thing is if you are looking, whether in a new building or resale building, you can have the help of a professional, like you us. You want the help? Well, of a professional. yeah, you can have it. You want it. <laughs> and your lawyer wants to review the status certificate、right. on your behalf, and we make our 
condo offer is conditional on your lawyer reviewing that. And you may even want an accountant to look at it. But most of the time, the lawyer is uh, right. sufficient to look at it. Yeah, so the reason Ken said you want the great thing, he's glazed over that, didn't even really like land there. I'm going to land there. The reason you, it's great that you want us involved is even in a condominium versus going into the building on your own, there are things that we know from our decades of time in the industry that you may not know. And the person in that sales site is there for one reason and one reason only. Right? You know that. They're there to sell units. They're not there to fit you to their unit. Well, they are. They're going to fit you to their unit rather than help you get the right unit. So thanks for joining us on the Inside Track on Real Estate. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the great. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.